Welcome to Three Stooges Throwback. I am your host, Gabriel Russo, and this episode we are looking at Hoy Polloi, which is the 10th out of 190 Columbia shorts that the Three Stooges did. That is the point of this show. We review and give little factoids and whatnot, production notes, that kind of thing, on all of the Three Stooges shorts. Uh, Before we go on any farther, I just wanted to get out all the information presented here is readily available on the internet. I primarily use IMDB, threestooges.net, and Wikipedia as my sources typically. Uh, I watch the shorts usually on Daily Motion or Vimeo or on DVD if I happen to have that one. I have several DVD collections, but I don't have all the shorts by any means. This one, Hoi Polloi, has a runtime of 19 minutes. The longest I found was 1754. So I don't know if there's just, a, you know, a minute of lost footage somewhere or if it's just the 19-minute mark was wrong. Anyhow, Hoi Polloi was filmed May 2nd through the 6th, 1935, and was released August 29th, 1935. Three-month lag time in between. A little longer than we've been seeing. This one is directed by Del Lord, a longtime Stooge director. Long time, they're in, you know, 10th short. But uh, we previously bioed him on the show. Writer for this one is Felix Adler, who also has been previously... This one has the largest cast of any of, of their shorts thus far. Uh, it's got to be the party guests and the diners in the restaurant, mostly. Notable cast members in this one, we've got uh, Phyllis Crane, who we've profiled before, but she returns. Bud Jameson as well, he returns as the butler. They're obviously, they're both regulars to Stooge films and fans. (laughs) Um, This one is, uh, the plot to this, to Hoi Polloi is... uh, It's interesting, my first thought was, hey, this is the plot to uh, Trading Places with uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. But this is actually the plot, and it's also the plot to My Fair Lady, which George Bernard Shaw wrote in 1913 based on the Greek figure Pygmalion. And so that's where the plot to this one is lifted from. If you're not familiar, it's two high society types. They're arguing over whether it's heredity or environment, which leads to the success of man. One bets the other $10,000 that he can take not one, but three men and train them to be better, to be gentlemen. So we've got also another notable cast member, Geneva Mitchell, as the dance instructor. Uh, The dance scene in this one is chosen by Stooge fans as the favorite moment of all time. Geneva Mitchell started as a chorus girl at 12 years old. She was in four Stooge shorts. She married at 17, but returned the ring five days later and claimed that she was too young. Evidently, Helen Howard, Mo Howard's wife, had the idea for this one. Or had the idea, you know, obviously it was written by Bernard Shaw, George Bernard Shaw, but I guess Helen Howard had the idea to turn it into a Stooges short. She took cash rather than screen credit, and it was so good that they used it twice more, once in Halfwit's Holiday, 1947, which is Curly's last starring role, and uh, Pies and Guys in 1958, which I believe is Curly Joe Dorita. The dance was reused, the dance scene was reused in 
Sweet Pie and Pie, which was released in 1941. In the beginning of this one, the Hollywoodland sign is visible in the background, just barely. It's, uh, it's before the land part was removed. Uh, that's in the very first scene with the boys where they're sanitation workers. Um, here they have jobs in this one, which is an interesting change of pace. So this is the first of three in which Curly or someone gets a spring uh, stuck to their butt. and <laughs> They bounce around. Uh, Curly gets it in three little so-and-sos and an ache in every stake. Shemp gets it in hugs and mugs. And Curly Joe Dorita gets it in Have Rocket Will Travel. During the dance scene, we can see Phyllis Crane, who's dancing with Moe. Moe trips and fall. Larry loses his shoe and Moe trips over it. He's dancing like a maniac and he trips and drags her down to the ground and she hits her head really hard. You can see it and you can actually hear, um, I read online that you can hear a gasp and I went back and watched it a couple of times and actually you can, I mean, you can hear a gasp. I don't know if it's from the, who it's from, but you can hear people like, oh my gosh, you know, you, and then they, you know, the scene is cut and goes right over or to, moves on. But there was a colorized version of this made in 2006. It was not released on any Stooges DVD compilations, oddly, and was released on Jamie Foxx's Breaking All the Rules DVD, which is, I thought was odd. One more little factoid is that Grace Goodall, who plays Mrs. Richmond, she nearly choked to death rehearsing the food fight. So the story opens on an argument between, uh, you know, two rich guys. They're saying that they can, uh, within three months, I can take three men and turn them into gentlemen. They cut to the street where the boys are garbage men. Curly and Larry are throwing cans, empty cans, like Tim Kin cans, over the truck. They throw them, they're throwing them into the truck, but they throw them over the truck, obviously, onto Mo who shovels a load back over onto the rich guys. And thus the boys are chosen as our guinea pigs. They don't want to be gentlemen when it's offered to them. Um, he says it'll break the old man's heart. <laughs> uh, Mo says that. Curly pulls a lever and uh, as they're getting ready to leave by accident and fills the car with cans. And so we cut to... Uh, Table lessons, etiquette lessons for the boys. Pretty funny scene. Curly pours tea into the saucer. They're they're dealing with uh, invisible stuff, I guess, because they don't want to waste a bunch of food on the Stooges. So uh, they're you know they're in, it's invisible. Curly pours invisible tea from his cup into the saucer and then slurps it out of the out of the uh, saucer. Uh, meanwhile, Larry's eating beans from his knife. And uh, Mo is eating corn on the cob. So that's his food of choice. Um, Curly asks for a toothpick, which is pretty funny. The next, next we cut to uh, is reading lessons. And they're all obviously excellent readers. Curly says, uh, has the deer a little dough? Certainly two bucks. I thought that was pretty funny. Two months in now, and the guy is losing it. So he's got one month left to turn the Stooges into gentlemen, and he, it's not looking good. <laughs> he demands that Curly spell cat. Curly says, of course I can spell cat. K-I-T-T-Y. Pussy. And we cut to dance lessons. So like I said, we're dealing, here we have uh, Geneva Mitchell. She is the, um, this scene is dubbed the best of all time. 
she's going to teach the Stooges how to dance. And she says, you know, just follow me and do everything that I do. He's, uh, one of them said, I guess Curly says, it ain't the dipping, it's the counting that's got me worried. And so she says, I'll count for you. As they're getting ready to start dancing, you know, Moe's slapping them and beating them and whatnot. And Curly has a great bit of business that really made me laugh. He just puts his hands in his pockets. He's done. And uh, he starts to walk off and just says, I'm not dancing. And about like that, too. I'm not dancing. <laughs> he just walks off. So it's a very subtle bit of business. I thought it was hilarious. And you come across these little gems, you know, people think, oh, the Stooges, it's all just slapping and whatnot. And mostly it is, and mostly, you know, they're silly. But every now and then you get a little a little bit of business like that. And usually it's from Larry, I find, where it's his eyes or his mannerisms. But here, Curly just sticking his hands in his pockets and saying, I'm not dancing. And yeah, anyway, so a bee lands in Geneva's dress. She starts wiggling and moving all around because there's a bee in her dress. And the Stooges, of course following her every move. It's a pretty funny dancing scene. They all, you know, they dance like morons, obviously. And uh, it ends with them all jumping out the window and landing in the fountain. So, <laughs> cut to, they're all asleep in a twin bed. The famous Stooges snoring, you know. <laughs> me, 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 that kind of thing. So, today is the day of the society debut reception. Mo slaps them. They said, "Why we haven't done anything?" And he says, "Well, in case you do, in case you do, and I'm not around." So they go and they meet uh, Professor Nichols and his two hot daughters. Larry says, "Hey, brother, can you spare a nickel?" And takes one of the daughters' arms because <laughs> he's Professor Nichols. Can you spare a nickel? Uh, obviously, he gets slapped for that. Curly notices that there's a string hanging from Moe's jacket, and helpfully he pulls at it. It just strings and strings and strings and comes loose. Eventually, uh, Jet Moe's jacket falls apart. Um, the girls all laugh at Moe, who takes Curly's jacket, which is way too huge. Curly lures a guy over into the corner and into a back room and knocks him on the head and takes his jacket, but he was a little guy, and so now Curly has a tiny little jacket on. So now they're all dancing. Larry, who's dancing... <laughs> I don't even know what they're doing, but uh, the girl Larry's dancing says, you dance atrociously. And Larry says, thank you. I couldn't dance a step last year. And off they go. So eventually his shoe falls off and he's crawling around on the floor trying to get it. I liked how she just walks off. His dance partner just walks off as he's looking for his shoe. It's a good little, I thought that was a good little scene too. I don't know what dance Mo is doing, but as he comes around, he's like got his arms up in the air and leading her very oddly. You can see him, like I mentioned before, you can see him. He trips on the shoe and he falls down and he's got her by both hands and just drags her right down and wham, she hits her head. Anyhow, that's not a part of the scene that was unscripted. So Curly, uh, his lady, is applying makeup. She's, you know, one of these with the big round glasses and the, you know, in the olden days they would hide her face and she'd turn around and then drop the veil and it would be like, whoa, you know. So anyway, she's unattractive and she's applying makeup. Curly sees that she's applying makeup and begins to shave, which is just an odd, odd bit. Curly goes over and he's about to start drinking, which has been forbidden by Mo, even though he's drinking. Um, so Curly hides the champagne from Mo behind his back, puts it down his pants, kind of. But when he turns around, Mo sees it and uh, kicks him, and the lid pops off and it soaks everyone. 
you can see the uh, the string. Uh, Mo Mo goes and sits down, and he he's he's absentmindedly messing with a hole in the couch, and he gets his hands stuck in there, and he pulls out this st spring, and when he flings it off, it sticks to Curly's butt, and you can see the string pretty obviously. But the lady keeps knocking him down. He keeps bouncing back up. It's a pretty funny little bit for back then, you know. Pretty clever little uh, effect. Curly finally gets, he gets, turns around and gets it stuck to another guy. So his couple, they're dancing and falling down and everybody, you know, the party guests are all laughing. So the, stoo the, the stooges, that leads to a huge slap fight. And the guy who has made the bet writes a check and pays up. He apologizes to the hostess. You know, he says, I apologize for these rowdies, you know. And she says, what do you mean rowdies? And slaps him. All the people start laughing, and all the rich people in the room have a huge slap fight a la Three Stooges. As the as the Stooges are walking out with their hats and with their top hats and canes, uh, Mo looks, they pause and look at everyone slapping each other, and he says, Mo says, my dear fellows, this is our punishment for associating with the hoi polloi. And they put their tops hat on, they put their top hats on and w start to walk off, but they're uh, they're stopped by some other party guests and the hosts and the the two men who made the bet who smash bottles over their heads. We get the Stooges tweet 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 of the birdies as they pass out, and that is the end. This is uh, probably one of the most famous of their shorts. They're really in their stride from, you know, this time period, 1935 to 1941 or something is what, what they say is their, the golden age, the peak of their powers. Thanks for listening. I am Gabe Russo, Stooge fan. Till next time. Bye.